1: I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Johnny Crypto. Andrew, also known as the Cashflow King and Gonzo, who we know as Super G. So I am very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how the Blockchain Association has filed in support of Ripple in their ongoing battle against the SEC, stating the SEC's laws could have a devastating effect on the crypto market. Visa, PayPal, and Western Union have filed a series of Web3 trademarks, enticing investors to custody their crypto with centralized institutions. Elon Musk purchased Twitter as Doge sur- Dogecoin surged over the weekend, while Goldman Sachs is predicting the Fed to continue raising rates, stating 5% seems likely. And with Basel 3 and Swift ISO protocols going live in 2023, we explained what this could mean for the crypto market, preparing our listeners for the bull run of a lifetime. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So, we've got so much exciting news for our listeners today. But the first thing I want to say, Johnny Crypto, happy Halloween, my friend. What'd you dress as this weekend? And thank you for being
0: here. I dress as Johnny Crypto today. So, hopefully, we'll see how that works out. But happy Halloween to all you guys as well. And good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there. Love you guys. Appreciate you for showing up every day. It's so great to see our brothers Gonzo with that fantastic head of hair and andrew Cashlow. good to see you all the way across the world on the other side hopefully you're all doing well and uh, i can't wait to hop into it sounds like we have a lot of good news today abs
1: thank you johnny i'm excited to see you too my friend but we got andrew Cashlow in the building and this is a big week for the cashflow king as he's launching his course andrew i don't want that mute button to get you so i'll remind you unmute and how you feeling my friend?
2: Yeah, good morning, everybody, and good afternoon, the, the, the listeners in Europe, and a good evening for the rest of the world. You know, it's indeed a very exciting time at the moment. Uh, the, the the Advanced Investor Course goes live for crypto and stocks, and you you know, it's all about no emotion investing, no exactly where to go in, where to go out. Uh, you know, the, the, the example portfolios are there, and it, it's all there, and it's ready to go, and re- ready to rock and roll, and to make money. So uh you know, it's it's exciting times. And uh, also, I love to be in the show and looking forward to, to, uh, to talk with you again. And uh, Gonzo, with Johnny, and Epps, uh, so uh, Awesome. Very excited, Andrew. And I'm
1: really happy for you. Best of luck. And anybody who's looking for more of that, we're going to be showing it on our show. But we're going to Gonzo. Gonzo, everyone's talking about Ethereum after the merge. But today, we are focused on Ripple XRP. As the Blockchain Association filed in support of Ripple against the SEC, We're going to draw some ties to consensus Gala, and some other big coins. But before we do that, love to hear how you're feeling, Gonzo, and you look amazing, my friend.
3: You kind of cut out there for a second. Uh, Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, you know, last week was a little bit crazy. There was a lot of resistance, but uh, I got through it. So I'm looking forward to a very good week this week. Um, You know, we got a lot of big things. We're going to talk about it later, but we have the FOMC meeting. We have the rate hike. You know, there's some interesting things that BlackRock said about what they feel is going to happen. Um, and we're getting close to that like uh, lunar eclipse that comes next week, right? So, uh,
1: yeah, exciting times, man. Definitely exciting times, guys. And we're going to start this show the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That's at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. You get access to every single member of our team. Sitting at 2,100 followers, we're trying to break 2,500. So go smash that follow button. We love talking to you. The Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index is in moderate fear this morning, sitting at a 31. But I'm interested to see what coins are actually moving on the daily. So we've got XCN, FTM, Sheeb, and Doge is up 7%. When you check out the weekly candle, Doge is up over 105% on the 7-day. So pretty exciting news there for your Doge holders. And that's obviously due to Elon Musk. Let's dive into the total coin market cap because we are sitting at $1 trillion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 39% dominance. Ethereum is about 19%. We've got Bitcoin sitting above twenty thousand at twenty thousand three hundred. Ethereum fifteen hundred. XRP is forty five cents. Cardano is forty cents. But I'm really interested to hear what Johnny Crypto is watching. Johnny, what are you doing during this bear market, and how are you navigating during these times?
0: Well, you know, I'm always looking to add stuff that I either um, don't have or maybe have on the smaller side of my my portfolio. So, yeah, I did some buying over the past weeks. Uh, let's see, I picked up uh, some more Flow. I picked up some more sand, uh, and two of my my kind of ones that I've been really heavily going into now. I picked up some Casper and I picked up some LCX. So don't go out and buy any four of those. i don't to be pissed if you all do that. You all need to do your homework and decide whether that's right for you. But those are the four that I've been DCAing into over uh, I'd say the past week or so, abs, and even this weekend. Uh, you know, oh, actually, I forgot one. I'll tell you a secret. I also bought Secret. I've been wanting to buy that one for a while. And it's down so low, and it pays such a exactly. great. Andrew will love it because it's part of the uh, the, the uh, Osmos or Cosmos uh, ecosystem. But secret for me, man, Kraken's paying uh, like eighteen to twenty one percent. So, and to be able to buy it at a ninety percent discount, I'm like, you know what? I have a feeling privacy coins. Although we're not talking about them right now, at some point in time, as more people come into this space and realize their privacy is being hijacked, I think. There'll be a major push around privacy coins. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I just wanted to make I didn't have any exposure to any of them, so I wanted to make sure I got one.
1: Thank you, Johnny. And we're showing the Bitcoin price chart right now. And we are showing that we have, are at historically the bottom of the bear market when we reach these levels. Yeah. Gonzo, I'd love to get some thoughts from you. I also want to remind our listeners that today is actually the 14th anniversary of Bitcoin's white paper. Really goes to show just how early we are in this market. But Gonzo, what are you watching? Um,
3: you know, I, I uh, this weekend I did a lot of research on Ethereum and just like the next stages now that we've gone through the merge and like what's next, like with EIP 4844 um, and their sharding. Um, and then I, I bought some Gala, but like the other thing I did is spent a lot of time just staring at the charts, like mostly the Bitcoin chart, right? Trying to get to that, you know, is the bottom in? And, you know, without taking any emotion out of it or anything that we've said in the past, there are a lot of indicators that have flashed um, that have said that, you know, we're either very close to a bottom or that that 17.5 was at a bottom. I still think that we're gonna retest that, Um, but-
1: Shout um, out to Mark Yasko.
3: Yeah, right? It's interesting though, because everybody was super bearish, right? And that started to make me really worried because when everyone thinks that we're gonna go lower, the market does something opposite. So kind of looking forward to like some of that bearishness going away, and then as we get some um, price movement, because we're going to get some price volatility this week with the FOMC c meeting and the rate hikes, um, you're going to see more people talking about we're out of the bear market. This thing is going up. And um, that's what I want, because the market will then do a correction, right? Because that's what it always does. It always does the opposite of what people want.
1: Andrew Cash will check this out as Goldman Sachs is predicting the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates as high as five percent by March of 2023. I also want to show our listeners this interesting statistic. Gen Z and millennials need three million dollars in retirement savings to live comfortably due to inflation. Andrew, I'd love to hear some quick thoughts from you. Do you think this is the beginning of stagflation? What should people in their 20s anticipate over the next decade?
2: Actually, a lot of people in their 20s, they worry they don't worry about their uh, their retirement. That's just 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 a given. But it, 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 it is serious enough and maybe, um, I think I've, he wrote a book about it, um, Robert Kiyosaki, he said in the book who stole my pension and that, that that's what's happening at the moment and uh, yeah um, I, I would say learn, um, learn at least also when you are young how to invest and how to make cash flow for yourself and you know, and invest in something that cannot be printed, like Real estate, but also stocks, like uh, like yeah, and and crypto. Uh, but of course, know what you're doing. So uh, actually, Johnny was was talking about the secret. Actually, I, I I bought this this weekend. I saw I bought some rose oasis. That's also a, a a secret coin, and uh, they they put their their their, their protocols into uh, uh, into into NFTs, and then within the NFT, you can hide. The, the yeah the, the stuff that's behind it because people do not want to know if, if they send something to somebody else and what is it exactly like we currently see at, uh, at the Bitcoin uh, blockchain or for example of ethereum so privacy coins will be the the, the the future however I would say do your research you know and and follow yeah the strategy yeah and I and I know what the strategy is so I hope you also want to know.
1: Thank you, Andrew. And we're going to dive into our Ripple XRP news. And we got 150 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Ripple's general counsel, Stuart Alderati, has made it clear that they will settle in minutes and pay a fine if the SEC is willing to make it clear that today's XRP is not a security. Johnny Crypto, we're going to dive into the details of this case. But really quickly, before we get into the Blockchain Association getting involved, do you believe today, how is the SEC even alleging that XRP is a security?
0: Well, because they're not. They're not alleging it was a security today. They're alleging it was a security back in 2013. And, and, you know, the argument is going to be that almost all of them, the way they launched back in 2013 was a security. And I think that's why what you're going to see, as I've been saying, you know, beating the horse to death on this show, is I truly believe we're going to see a settlement with both sides coming out as a win-win where the SEC is going to get to say that, okay, in 2013 when you operated it, it was a security. But the way you're operating today is not a security, and that then gives the win that Ripple needs so they can go on and continue to operate today without any fear or repercussions of the SEC coming back on them again. Guys, and this is the news you've all tuned in for as the
1: Blockchain Association is seeking to intervene in the lawsuit against the... Against the SEC. Sorry, I unmuted myself there. So Crypto Lobbying Group, the Blockchain Association, has asked permission to support the cross-border payments company Ripple against the SEC. On Sunday, October 30th, the organization is also seeking federal court to leave to become part of the case. The SEC's extremely broad interpretation of the securities law would have devastating effects for the crypto industry, said the Blockchain Association, and that's why they've decided to get involved. So let's figure out why this is so important for people to understand. So the Blockchain Association is one of the largest American associations when it comes to cryptocurrency, and they've got many of the largest players in the market. And some of your favorites, Johnny Crypto, we've got Gala, we've got AVAX, which is Ava Labs, Circle is in here, Consensus is in here, Crypto.com, and of course... Our good friend, well, not Grayscale, but Ripple is also in this chart as well. Johnny, I'd love to hear what you think it means, the fact that all of these companies are indirectly getting involved in the lawsuit stating that what the SEC, it could be devastating for crypto.
0: Do you know what this tells me and why I got super excited when I saw this article, Abs? This actually tells me that everybody realizes it's not Ripple under attack. They are under attack. They understand what happens here if Ripple loses this case and that they're all... It's it's almost like, you know, when you watch these old uh, Viking shows and stuff, you start to see that one community realizes, oh, it's not my war. I'm not going to fight it. And then they're like, yeah, but what I lose, guess what? They're coming after you next. And then they all tend to band together because they realize they have a common enemy. And that's exactly what's happening here is they're all realizing like, oh, shit, if Ripple loses this, we're next. And you don't want to be next. So it is awesome to actually see them all band together and recognize they have a common um, you know, enemy for the lack of a better word. It's not really the right word, but they have a common, you know, nemesis that they need to make sure they put this to rest. So, ah, this is great news. This is exactly what you want to see happening in this space to hopefully save it. Gone. So we've covered this many times before that if the sec was to lose this case, ripple could be
1: considered a money services business. And what that would mean is that anybody doing the same thing. Ripple is the sec would not be able to not only sue them, but have any jurisdiction over what they're doing with their securities or their cryptocurrencies, but I wanted to get this quote here for our listeners. The SEC has alleged that CEO Brad Garlinghouse and Executive Chairman Cliss Larson were objectively reckless in believing that XRP was not a security and that Ripple was on a fair notice that XRP was a security during this time. This is pretty interesting because now we know they have the details of the William Hinman speech, Gonzo. I'd love to know what you're anticipating.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because... For those years that they were working, even the SEC was waffling on whether it was a security or not. And then to now backtrack and say, well, you should have known it was a security, right? And then if we look at the, at, at the summary judgment briefs, they actually kind of backed off from that language and they said, well, you marketed it as a security, right? But the reason why this is a big deal, because the Blockchain Association, it's a representation and they're a big entity, right? Uh, and what we're talking about is crypto assets. Um, and the reason they, they um, you know, they want to file this amicus brief is because when you're talking about crypto assets, um, they fall into kind of different areas, different categories, right? So whether it's payments, whether it's intellectual property, whether it's shipping, um, tracking, they're all different, right? And so they're using these very old Howey tests for these brand new digital assets, right? And uh, what I liked about the article is They made a comment about like if the SEC pushes this thing, right, and they take it up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court rules against them, it will completely and totally alter the way that the SEC can go after anything, right? It'll alter the way that Howie is applied to cryptocurrencies because it's the Supreme Court. And when the Supreme Court rules on something, it's a wrap, right? End of story. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But… I think you're going to get more and more people that are going to come out in, in support because it looks like the SEC is going to lose this thing, right? I wouldn't be surprised if we get a settlement. They've already said we, we keep seeing that kind of messaging come out that they'll, they're ready to settle right now as long as they say that XRP is not a security and future sales of XRP is not a security and they're willing to pay a fine. Their attorney for Ripple has said that.
1: And it's so interesting how Gary Gensler is unanimously under fire, not only from people who he's working with at the SEC, but from regular everyday investors like ourselves. And Andrew Castle, I'd love to go to you, but right after I read this quick detail from our listeners... They said it's much harder to issue digital assets if they must adhere to securities regulation because paying with securities triggers an IRS capital gains reporting requirement. And one of the biggest benefits to using crypto over a security is the fact that it can be done at such a low cost and instantaneous. What do you think about the amicus brief filed by the Blockchain Association, Andrew? And what are you anticipating from Ripple over these next few months?
2: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more on the distance of this. I also always like to keep on, on an overview, but... You know there is just no willingness to solve this this stuff, and and for me it's all the fear what the elites has the, the, the elites really become aware that they are under attack because they are losing control. They are losing control of the money streams of of of, of, of everything. The, let me give you an example in the Netherlands. There is now an idea in the government that banks should make a separate de- database where the government can reach. All the data and what needs to be stored, every transaction bigger than 100 euros, which is more or less the same as 100 dollars. So they really feel they are getting out of control, and I think that's also the reason why the Hinman documents took uh, took six months to to get them. It's it's delaying, delaying, delaying because they are not ready. And and all those uh, yeah other blockchain that this blockchain. Uh, 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 group yeah yeah, association association yeah they they want they they want to continue they want to go on and and they are just yeah uh kept kept yeah uh, uh, they they break them they they slow them down and so it actually it's a very interesting process to see who can speed up the the fastest can can we go outside the us or do we have to go through the us i mean people are very Intellectual beings, and they find always solutions to solve stuff, and that's the fight where we're in now. And and what I said about the fear of the, of the elite and the governments and the banks, if you you know if you can't beat them, join them, and it, yeah. it will not take long anymore till that will be the case. Thank you, uh, Johnny. Johnny Crypto, I'd love to get some of your thoughts on
1: this. We've covered the mass marketing campaign happening not only in the United States, but all around the world for Ripple right now. And we've got more evidence of that as they've put an ad in the Wall Street Journal stating crypto means business. This is another big deal for Ripple because why would they be marketing inside the United States if they weren't preparing to use their product in the United States, my friend? I'd love to hear some of your thoughts, Johnny.
0: Yeah, you know, I was wondering the same thing. Like, I'm am seeing it everywhere you turn. It's like, holy shit, they're going everywhere. Um, I know Mister Wright doesn't know what a, most of you kids out there probably don't know what a newspaper is. This is usually a carbon form backing that you know you put some. Don't worry, in. they won't
1: exist. Charles Swab's <laughs> getting rid of them pretty soon, anyways, Johnny.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, Abs, it was really, really exciting to see them everywhere. It almost tells me my my uh, the first thought that came to my mind was I was like, oh, they're subliminal programming everybody. Because it's coming. I, you know, I think they feel very, very good about the case. They obviously have more details than we have because they're talking to the attorneys. They're probably feeling really good that this thing's coming to an end soon. So why not start subliminal programming everybody with it? And that's exactly what they're doing. It. And you see the uh, you know, <laughs> air stations or was it train yeah, stations? Train stations. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. So it's brilliant. It's a brilliant campaign. And, and it's not coincidental that they're starting to do it around this time. It tells me that they probably know, you know probably probably close to a settlement within the next few months, my guess.
1: Gonzo, this is pretty interesting to me because I didn't even know you were allowed to market if you're being sued by the SEC, but they're not only marketing themselves, they're putting themselves in the most prime locations on the planet. They were in the, one of the biggest train stations in London. Now we see them in New York City, and now they're in the Wall Street Journal marketing themselves. Gonzo, do you think this means that Ripple knows something we don't and that pretty soon Ripple could start being utilized in the United States?
3: Yeah, I mean, you have to remember, too, they're being sued over... Uh, xrp right and how they rolled it out they're still a business they still offer other products right and so of course they could still advertise in the us and they're going to i think they're ramping it up because they're trying to build momentum because when you add that along with them winning the case um, it's going to build a lot but remember this is our argument the whole time because the sec tried to bring up the whole investment contract thing most of the people that invested in xrp didn't even know what ripple was They didn't understand that Ripple was the parent company that created it. But Ripple has tons of services that they offer banks that have nothing to do with XRP. They're two totally separate entities.
1: Yep. 100% Gonzo. we got 223 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Not only is it Halloween, not only is it Bitcoin's birthday, but also... The XRPL is adding NFTs starting today, but Andrew Cashel, I'd love to get some thoughts on this Ripple lawsuit. We've seen the mass marketing campaign and I want to remind our listeners just three weeks ago, Brad Garlinghouse said he's anticipating this case will be over in quarter one of 2023. We've also got the ISO protocols rolling out in March. I'd love to hear what you're anticipating and the fact that these timelines, well, they're lining up perfectly.
2: You said Q1 2023? Yeah, okay. So- uh... Pack your bags. I mean, it's uh, it's loading time. Back up the truck and uh, go your. <laughs> you hear that, yeah. Johnny Crypto?
1: Back up the brinks, trucks, my friends. And I want to remind our listeners I got of that. Despite I the lawsuit that's going on with the SEC today, we've seen their on demand liquidity continue to grow. And although Ripple sales directly to. Um, banks has, has diminished slightly during this quarter. I was looking for this graphic right here. So this is what I wanted to show our listeners. The total ODL-related sales from Ripple has only continued to grow. Now we've grown over $2.8 billion in volume this quarter, and the average daily volume was roughly $30 million for Ripple. So, Johnny, despite the SEC lawsuit, we're seeing Ripple grow overseas, and we have verification here. Their ODL, well, it's stronger than ever. What are you anticipating? And also, just a quick remark. It's going to take a massive amount of volume. It's going to take much more than $30 million per day to move the price of XRP. But it is exciting
0: to see us trending in the right direction. $30 million is a, a like a drop in the bucket. It's nothing, right? It isn't going to do crap. We need a lot more for it to move it. But you just said the key word. I don't care about the volume today. I care about the trend. And the trend needs to be going that way. If the trend's going this way, you should all be very nervous. So yeah, no, this is exciting news. Um, we want to continue to see this trend grow over time i actually suspect we will because remember they're just getting started they're getting started right now this thing is just kicking off and we're about ready to uh you know see what this thing has potential so for me it's actually a really really good thing i'm happy to see that happening trending in the right direction
1: and this is pretty exciting news because we've got another bashing of Gary Gensler happening. And this wasn't in Forbes. This was actually from the Office of Inspector General's report criticizing Gary Gensler, stating the SEC may not even have jurisdiction over cryptocurrency. Gonzo, before we roll into our articles for today, what are you thinking about Gary Gensler taking heat from Forbes? Now the General, now the Inspector General's office, this list is only growing. What's it mean to you that they're criticizing the chairman of the SEC?
3: Uh, because they're seeing that there's, you know, regulation by enforcement doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't work, right? Um, and as the asset class grows and more and more people become educated, including the people that make laws, right, that are higher up above him, um, this is going to continue to happen, right? Um, especially once they lose this case, man, I, I, I'm telling you, it's going to be a very, very, very big deal. Right. Um, And you're going to continue to see this. You're going to still see you're going to continue to see bipartisan support of different crypto bills to bring regulation in because everybody's going to want their peace.
1: And this was exactly the concern of the Blockchain Association and the reason they got involved in the Ripple XRP case. I want to point this out. They actually stated that they sued Ripple XRP in December of 2020, demanding a $1.3 billion in resolution. So it's pretty interesting. Ripple has actually already had the opportunity to settle, and they've stated they would not do so unless the SEC states that XRP is not currently a security. We got 249 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're about to explain how Visa... PayPal and Western Union are trying to get into this space as they filed over 6,000 NFT trademarks in 2022. So Visa, PayPal and Western Union are among the notable firms that have filed new trademark applications involving crypto and Web3-related products over the past week. Visa is eyeing a crypto-related wallet and possibly entering the metaverse. Visa's crypto wallet is going to have all the capabilities of a product such as Metamask, but it will be run by a centralized institution Obviously, that would be Visa. Visa may also set up shop in the metaverse, providing virtual environments for interaction, recreational, leisure, and entertainment purposes in the virtual world. PayPal is still working on its own cryptocurrency wallet after they filed applications stating crypto 18 times in their applications. PayPal already allows users to buy and sell Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin, but they are looking to rapidly expand the amount of cryptocurrencies they offer. Now, I'd love to go down to this graphic here and show our listeners that during 2021, there was about 2,100 applications filed for Web3 and NFTs. Well, when you check out this chart, despite the bear market in 2022, we have got over 6,300 trademark applications filed for NFT-related items. That's pretty interesting. I'd love to hear some thoughts from you, Gonzo. What do you think about that despite the bear market, all this positive news is happening in the Web3 space, and we're seeing large banks and financial industry institutions get involved right now?
3: Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while where banks were going to start doing things to custody your crypto. And this is no different. Whether it's Visa, PayPal, you know, Western Union, they're all going to get into this. They're all going to want to you know, custody your crypto. They're all going to want to create a wallet so they can hold it and then you can move um, your cryptocurrency, right? This is where we're going to. Um, you know, The Web3 space is going to continue to grow and this is all just proof of that, right? Things get built in a bear market. And we're in the middle of a bear market. Right. And so these are where um, these things get built. And, um, you know, just because they file a patent doesn't mean that they're actually going to build the product, but it gives us an idea of where their mindset is and where they're looking at, where they're looking to deploy certain capital. Right. Um, And so the Web3 and the NFT space, we've been talking about this, is going to be huge in the next few years.
1: And this is pretty interesting because it's incentivizing people to custody your crypto with centralized institutions. And I think it's a dangerous rabbit hole to go down. But Johnny Crypto, I'd love to get some of your thoughts. 6,300 NFT and Web3 mm-hmm.
0: applications filed in 2022. What does that mean to you, my friend? What I always tell you guys, I'm always looking for leading indicators and trends. And patents is one of the best, one of the best ways to do that because that's where you see where all the work is being deployed, where all the focus is. Typically, before companies launch something, they always want to protect that work, and the first thing you do to do that is you file patents, and that's where you see heavy patent activity. And you see that what well, obviously, way back in March. This also goes again to that curve ABS that we need to bring up that I keep talking about. I keep forgetting to remind you, the curve that shows the adoption versus the speculation versus the real launch, and that's exactly what's happening. Is we had this monster speculation bull run two year, you know, year and a year and a half ago. And then it kind of goes quiet and silent. Well, that's when all the work is being done, right? And now you're seeing that. That work is being done. The patents are being filed. Stuff's being developed. And that's going to take a long time. And then eventually you're going to get the exponential run when all this stuff gets deployed. But we're still many, many years away from all that. Just to, just so you guys know, it typically takes about one to two years, almost up to three years for a patent to actually not get filed, to actually become you know, approved or granted. So... There's still a lot of, but it is good to see the activity. It shows you where the focuses of these corporations, and more importantly, it shows you it's a validation that we are looking at the right space and investing exactly. in the right
1: space. Exactly, and that's how Ab- I keep it. Jo- yep, go ahead, Gonza. Yeah, I just want to bring
3: something up because um, Johnny reminded me of something because he said he said the word hype, right? It's what we're experiencing right now, and and I'm not talking shit about Doge, right? I'm just putting out information. Um, there's money to be made if you understand that it's a meme coin and you understand what you're doing, right? But there's a lot of hype around Dogecoin right now, right? It's, it did like 50% in one day. It's up 100 and something. People are starting to FOMO in because of the narrative, right? The narrative that Elon Musk is going to integrate Doge into Twitter, right? But it's a narrative. Understand, there's a whole tech side of that, right?
1: So go though, I actually, I'd like to add real quick. I'm going to go right back to you. What's interesting is that um, yeah. over the over the weekend, Elon Musk did a series of interviews and he talked about how in China they have an app called WeChat. And WeChat is basically a Twitter and a WhatsApp combined with also your finances. So all of China, and obviously we know central bank digital currencies, social credit scores, those are very prevalent in China. But what they do do correctly is they have one application that they're able to run all of their social media and all of their finances through. Now, of course, I think that's what people are leading to. I think that's what everyone's anticipating. Elon Musk is going to create a similar product, and that's why he purchased Twitter. So i just love <clears> to <that> give you <throat> a chance to rebuttal. Yeah, and so that,
3: that's what he's doing. But like, if let's say Dogecoin, right? Because the, the assumption is that he's going to do a Dogecoin. Dogecoin does 30 transactions per second. It doesn't even do smart contracts, right? There's a side chain that's Doge chain that's built on Polygon, right? So I'm not saying that he can't put the investment into it. There's talk about moving it to proof of stake, but in its current form right now, it, it can't do those things, right? So it's all hype. He he can put the money into it, right? They can, they can decide to turn it to proof of stake like Ethereum did, but that's going to take developers. That's going to take money. So right now, this price appreciation is all hype, right? And what usually happens when we go price appreciation on the hype? It usually comes tumbling back down when the reality sets in. And that's all I'm saying is that just be careful. Like for me personally, that's not something that I'm going to hold. I might do some spot trading. It's a great coin to trade. Like if you got in and you you were able to trade it, great, right? But all I'm saying is in its current form on the tech side, it, it can't support that. It just can't. They would have to redevelop it. They'd have to put money in it or move it to proof of stake, which they've talked about, right? But somebody has to put in that work. Someone has to put in that money. Now, is Elon going to do that? I don't know. Maybe he is, right? But just be careful. Like, What I don't want is people FOMOing in and thinking this thing is going to all of a sudden like continue to take off, and then it comes crashing back down, and then they sell it,
1: and then they lose their money. Exactly. Never chase a pump because you're somebody else's exit liquidity. We got 233 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Yeah, bro, commented XRP plus Twitter. That's a dream, my friend. But we're gonna dive into this article right here. As Hedera published a in a tweet from real TPS Net showing the transactions per second that each network can hold. And this is pretty interesting data here. As Solana came in first at 343, Stellar was second at 150, Hadera was third at 50. Ethereum was 12 transactions per second, and Bitcoin was 3.1 transactions per second. Of course, everybody's asking, where is XRP on this list? It is not on here, my friends. But what is pretty cool is that Solana's leading in transactions per second right now. This isn't the ability you can scale up to. This is what it's currently doing. So, Johnny Crypto, I'd love to get some of your thoughts.
0: Yeah, so first of all, <clears throat> you asked earlier when I'm getting into That was another one I think I told you. So I did buy a little more Solana. Gonzo is on fire, Absolutely. Um, brilliant, brilliant mind that we have and a great asset to the team. But Solana is, you know, one of those abs that I've, I have, I pulled the Kevin O'Leary on this one too. Like I was not a fan of Solana at all, at all. But, you know, you got to do your research. You got to do your homework. You got to read the tea leaves. You got to see what's going on. And for me, um, based on my decision, I feel I need to own some of it, so I'm DCAing into Solana. It is interesting to see it here having the highest transaction speeds. You know, when I look at this list, and I and you know, obviously you don't see XRP, but you do know that Stellar and XRP were designed, you know, literally by the same. Well, I should say, started by the same guy, right? Mikhaila, uh not Mi- uh, Jed. Michael. Michael. Um, so it's no surprise to me that the technologies are very, very similar. You hear that all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if the speeds are also very, very similar. But I would love to see where it's at. But at least it gives you an indicator. But I was shocked to see Solano at the top. That may be one of the other reasons why you're seeing so much money going into it, because of the fact that yeah, if it does have transaction speeds this quick and is one of the leaders, it would make total sense why it's a forerunner, front runner.
1: Very interesting list, Andrew Cashflow. And I'd love to get some of your thoughts here. We got 250 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. There are rumors that JP Morgan has been secretly tokenizing assets on Stellar's blockchain. Maybe that explains the total volume going through here. But Andrew, what are some of your thoughts on this list and the fact that the top three were Solana, Stellar, and then Hedera?
2: You know, I'm already investing in Solana for a long time. And what I see now, it's, it's going sideways. They, the, the guys are just building. But signals like this just signal that they are doing something right. And and I know you, you Johnny, you said, oh, I don't like Solana. And now I, I'm a little bit smiling. Then you say, mm, maybe maybe it's better. Um, and if I would choose between Dogecoin at this moment or Solana, now I think I buy a little bit more of, uh, of Solana. So, yeah. Very
1: interesting stats here, Johnny Crypto, and I think it plays perfectly into what we've created because we know when this market moves, it does move very quickly. So we're going to show you guys the smartest way to track your crypto. Any day. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to MerlinCrypto.com, that's MerlinCrypto.com, and sign up for early access for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't miss out on this new and innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. I think that ad gets more important by the day, Johnny Crypto, because with 2023 only three months away, or sorry, two months away at this point, we know that banks are going ISO compliant and we're showing a list of some of the most important tokens that could be utilized in this new system. But I'd love to give you the floor and talk about exit strategies because when these banks start using ISO protocols, these tokens, well, they could be big movers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's important whenever you get into anything, you need to know how you're going to get out, right? And having a tool to do that really, for me, is what I lacked when I got into this space. But I think more importantly, when you think about this, not only do you need to know when to get out, you need to know how to get in. And that's where Andrew's program that he has, you know, the the the, the, uh, the course that Andrew created is really, really interesting because it helps you understand the market. It helps you know how when to get in, when to get, you know, the tool is great because it'll help you mark those targets. But you need to know how to use it. You need to know how to go and figure out what your targets are. And that's where Andrew comes in. So, you know, guys, if you're not part of the Academy, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to get access to Andrew's program. It is only to uh, 3T Warrior Academy members. So if you're not, that's one reason to do it. The price is going up soon. So make sure you hop in before that price goes up uh, and you're going to be able to get access to not only Billy's program, but Andrew's program and a bunch of other stuff that we put in there. Uh, We give a lot of stuff away for free, but certain things, you know, we can't. So you want to be on the lookout for that.
1: Thank you, Johnny. And we're going to dive into some more XRP news now, but we got 250 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Check out this tweet from David Schwartz talking about the value of XRP. So he's responding to somebody that said XRP will never be over a dollar. He said it can't be dirt cheap. That doesn't make any sense. If XRP costs $1, they'd need a million XRP to transfer $1 million in the banking system. If XRP costs a $1 million, then you would need just one XRP to move the same amount of transaction volume. This is pretty interesting, Gonzo. I'd love to get some of your thoughts because people always talk about 589. Well, first we got to get past a dollar.
3: Yeah. Sorry. I got a call that came through and distracted, cut you out your voice, but um, I think you're asking about David's horse. I said, I, I made a joke. Uh, I
1: said, people always say we're going to get the 589, but first we got to break past the dollar.
3: Yeah. You know, I, I take it like XRP is one of these things. Like if you've been in XRP for years and you've been huddling it, it's one of these things that's just, it's, it's crushing, right? Because what it does is it goes through these long periods of time where it just ranges at like a floor and then it just kind of explodes. And then we get kind of the next level, Right. So I I always take it in levels, right? Right now we're at at 44 cents, something like that. We need to get up above 56 cents before we're going to move any higher, right? And so, um, yeah, I'm waiting for like the, the resolution of the lawsuit to get price appreciation, but my exit targets are way higher than that. So to be honest with you, I really don't even pay attention to the price of XRP and I really won't until we get resolution of the lawsuit and we get like way higher up.
1: That's awesome, Gonzo. And we're showing our listeners the monthly price chart for XLM and Johnny Crypto. This thing may finally turn bullish. So we're looking at the chart and it's pretty self-explanatory. Could we get a move up to $65? I seriously, seriously doubt that. I'm willing to bet that will not happen. But I do think that we could approach all-time highs and that would be pretty exciting. What do you think about this price chart and the fact that XLM has been one of the most boring projects yet it has one of the brightest futures, Johnny?
0: I mean, I'll tell you what. If you're watching XLM, it's going to put you to sleep. It's like watching paint dry, right? It's been it's been pain, it's been boring and painful. But the reality is, if you weren't in it, you had a chance to buy it literally at prices two years ago. You know, buying it at nine and ten cents to me is a steal. So, for anyone who's interested in wanting to get into it, I mean, you you couldn't ask for a better time. The chart certainly looks like it's again moving on the way up. But more importantly, you just have to believe in the technology. And the adoption curve and, and, the, and the functionality that it serves. I've heard a lot of things behind the scenes that XLM is a chosen one, not XRP. So who knows? So here's the deal. What do I teach all you guys on this show? You got to bet on a few racehorses because you don't know which one's going to win. I don't care if XRP wins or XLM wins. I'm not married to either one of these. I have no emotional ties to any of my coins. I just have them in my bags because like, all, all you need is one horse to win the race, baby. And then it's off to the islands.
3: It usually it usually moves with XRP, right? That's why they say it's like it's XRP's cousin or little brother or whatever it is. Usually when we're in a bull run, when XRP moves, XLN moves. And so just like, uh, you know, XRP just kind of started moving because of all the news that we got with the SEC lawsuit, um, the XLM has just been kind of raging at the bottom. And it's just kind of waiting to kind of explode.
1: Johnny Crypto, and I know you love polls. Check out this poll from BitBoy Crypto. He asked his listeners where they go to learn about cryptocurrency. 70% of people said they go to YouTube, 19% Twitter. Crypto websites got about 8% and podcasts got 3.2%. As a YouTube educator, Johnny Crypto, how do you feel about this information?
0: I mean, you know, that to me, well, first of all, the funny thing is when I think on my behavior, when I first got involved, I did the same thing. I, I, went, I didn't go to Twitter, but I went to YouTube. And I started watching a bunch of videos. And the reality is, the reason why people are doing that is there's no really other place to go right now. There's no crypto school, right? And and, the, and this just goes to show you where the world is. Ha- of course, there is a crypto school, Three T Academy, and the man right there, Edu Cash. I was going to say that's the cash flow king, That's in the world, right there. You love him, but uh, you know the reality is, abs, YouTube is becoming a replacement for school. And I know that sounds nuts because, you know, it's like you do have a, a lot of misinformation. The reality is you have to do your own studying. You have to go do your own deep diving. The best thing to really do is to read the white papers. If you're going to get involved in crypto and you're going to invest in something, you better go to CoinMarketCap and understand the coin supplies. You better go and read their white the white papers. You better go understand who their partners are, who invented it who they're connected to. All these things tie into this right now because
2: it's just. John, John, I think it's, it's even one step earlier. A lot of people don't even know what is a wallet, what is a mm. Bitcoin address, what, how to transfer money. So they are so like, I have no ID. So first <laughs> come and do the basic steps. Open an account on an exchange, open a wallet send some money from the exchange to the wallet small amounts and send it back that is your first step and i know the first time i did it about uh, three four years ago sweat in my hands will will it will it arrive will it not arrive bitcoin a a transaction takes half hour 45 minutes before Mm -hmm. and still you know if i send bigger amounts of bitcoin from one address to the other it is still scary to do because you have to wait in no man's land for Four hours, a, for an hour and then it will sh- and then it will pop up. So really, you have to do it over and over and over again. And then you may come in, in a position to say, okay, let's look at interesting coins. And then I would recommend don't use YouTube. You no, know? Do your own research. And then I agree with Johnny, read the white paper, but most of all, is there utility for the coin is there something that people need to use and 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 that will drive the, uh, the 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 price because then you need more also very important know the difference between uh market market cap current market cap the the the, the tokenomics you know all that kind of stuff and that's that's what we're teaching in the, in the treaty academy but go you know also for beginners go step after step it's already difficult enough to wrap your head around it but if you study I, every day maybe in an, an hour half an hour you will get there but be conscious and 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 do step after step sorry Conzo, go ahead I, I
3: i was just gonna say i think youtube is fine for hmm. research you just have to be careful of the channels that are shilling you something yeah. and telling you to invest something because there are plenty of good channels that are just very, like kind of tech-driven and just kind of break down the technology for you so that you understand it better or what the use case for the blockchain is or for that crypto asset, right? And yeah. so that's what I use it for, for for to tell me like what, what the blockchain does, what it's used for, things like that. When you get into like they're telling you to invest in it and you can tell they're shilling it, that, that's when I stay away from it, right? But there's still plenty of good information. Yeah. There's plenty of good information out there Um, You just got to be wary of, you know, what they're telling you and how they're telling you.
2: Actually, mostly, if you want to know something about a crypto, the smaller YouTube channels give better information than the bigger YouTube channels. Yep. So uh,
1: considering we're on a bigger YouTube channel, I disagree, my friends. But we got 231 <laughs> live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Watch out for Andrew Cashflow. he is starting heat right now within our group. But we've got some historic news as the OCC is going to be launching the Office of Financial Technology in early 2023. And this is really building on what Andrew was just talking about before, stating if this is the adoption curve for the internet, it is 1997, my friends. So go back 25 years, and that's where we are. The Office of Compute Control of Currency announced that the agency will launch an Office of Financial Technology in early 2023. The agency aims to quickly expand upon their enterprise to ensure adaptability in a rapidly changing banking landscape. So let's connect a couple of dots here because we had an update from SWIFT last week stating that they were ready to go live in March of 2023. I do not think it's a coincidence that a regulatory body is forming at the perfect time, Gonzo. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. The United States is getting ready to regulate crypto, while SWIFT is ready to take the banking system digital. Yeah, you know, I I
3: think a lot's going to come from the end of the uh, Ripple uh, SEC case. Um, And then you're going to start to see either it's going to be the CFTC that's going to start to regulate it kind of as a commodity, or they could even create a new organization um, to go ahead and kind of govern it. Right. And to regulate it. Um, Yeah. Uh, But it's not, it's not coincidence that, you know, we're in a bear market and getting maybe towards the end of a bear market, as we go into 2023 and 2024, that all these different things are going to roll out that they have built in the bear market or that they started building a few years ago, all of that, narrative, all of that hype, whatever you want to call it, technology, whatever that is, it's all going to like come together into one huge wave as it leads us into the next bull run in 2025.
1: Johnny, check check out this tweet here. As it said, it is predicted that 87% of global financial transactions will be supported by ISO protocols by 2023. And of course, while you talk, I'm going to show our listeners the list of what we believe to be ISO compliant tokens. But what are you anticipating starting in March of 2023, my friend?
0: Well, I'm not anticipating anything. I let stuff happen and I'll react to seeing how this is going to play out because I I still don't know in my mind exactly how all these things are going to coexist. All I know is I'm going to say it again. I'm going to sound like a (laughs) it's like a like a beat a horse. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to invest or I invested in all those horses because, again, I don't know which one's going to win the race. I'm not even sure how the system's going to work yet because I remember when they were developing Bluetooth apps back in 2001 or so we were working on it and there was a committee and there were a bunch of different technologies we were thinking about that would be this, you know, low power, uh, short range communication that you all know today as Bluetooth and it's common. But back in 2001, we didn't know what it was going to be. There was Bluetooth. There were so many other, ones, like 12 of them. And um, at the end of the day, It's like that's where we are today. We don't know which one of these protocols is going to maybe become the dominant one in the future. Nobody knew Bluetooth was going to be the winner. I didn't even know. In fact, we thought there was going to be a different one. And it turned out Bluetooth won. And now that's the the main protocol, right? So for that reason is why I always say you're better off having multiple horses in the race. And I'm curious to just see how the whole system is going to come together, how it's going to work, how they're going to be deployed. So I'm excited for 2023. It's really going to be. It's going to be the year of the startup. That's where you're going to see all this stuff starting up. And everybody's going to think because it's starting up, like, oh my God, we're going to get rich. Eh, That's not necessarily how it happens. I I think, you know, you're going to go through that startup period and then you got to see who wins and then you're going to get evolution and adoption and, you know, later on in life. So for me, I'm holding long-term. I'll wait and sit to see how this plays. But by no means do I think 2023 is the year when all this stuff is going to skyrocket and see the highest prices. I, I don't just see that happening. And this is a really
1: simple explanation of what ISO is. ISO is the standard that creates a common language for payment data across the globe, connecting countries and connecting central banks. So they're all operating under one language for this example, let's call it English. So, which is really exciting is that starting in April of 2023, the UK is going to be migrating to ISO protocols and we have the American, the Federal Reserve stating that by mid 2023, they are also going to complete their migration process. Gonzo, I'd love to hear what you're anticipating, but what does it mean to you? The data is right in front of us. This migration is about to take place yet. I feel like it's really undercovered by influencers right now or educators.
3: Well, they brought up a good point in the chat. Remember, these are messaging services, right? that That's not the tokens. It's the same thing that Kevin Cage, I think, said on the show last week. So you know, we're doing a speculative play here that um, if you know, they start to use one messaging service over another, it'll reflect in price in that token eventually. And then as they build out that network, right? I still believe that it's gonna be multiple blockchains that are there at the end. And so we're just making our bets now for the future. Like Johnny says, like, we're long-term holders on multiple bets um, to see what happens, right? In that time frame, as we move through the different cycles, Like, I'll be pulling profits and then putting those profits back in at the bottom and just kind of recycling, right? It's like uh, uh, Jordan says this all the time, right? Wash, rinse, and repeat, right? And so we're just going to continue to do that until the technology kind of catches up to everything and we get regulation and then we lose that volatility,
1: Yes. Yes. Johnny, I'd love to get your thoughts on this here. It says RippleNet is ISO compliant, not XRP. Stellar Network is ISO compliant, not XLM. But my friends, what do these blockchains use to transact value? I think it's safe to make the assumption that when you're talking about RippleNet, you're talking about XRP. When you're talking about Stellar, you are indirectly talking about XLM. Johnny, any closing statements here? And then we'll hear from Cashflow.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the RippleNet uses the ODL. The ODL leverages XRP. Now we know the ODL can use other stuff, but mainly... You know, incentivized. Thank you, Todd. It's incentivized to to use XRP. But the, Gonzo's right. I think at the end of the day, the, the thing to understand is these are these are um, protocols or, or language. You know, agree uh, what the hell am I trying to say? They're they're not the messaging actual coins. messaging service. Yes, they're messaging, messaging systems. Service. Right. Yeah. That I think is important yeah. for folks to understand that these coins are trying, these tokens are trying to ensure that they're able to meet that standard so there's a potential for them to be used. Right. And I think that's the way to think about it. Um, And again, we don't don't know which one's going to win. So for me, the safest bet is to have a horse, you know, have a little bit on each horse and then see where we land. And I don't think it's a coincidence that India's central bank
1: is starting their wholesale CBDC pilot starting on November 1st. And they're going to roll out a retail version just one month after that. There's not too many details to dive into this, but we are seeing the global migration into central bank digital currencies while we're getting regulatory bodies formed in the United States and London. There's no such thing as a coincidence. There's just a pattern you haven't recognized yet. Andrew Cashla, what are
2: you seeing here? Actually, what I see is uh, more adoption. And for me actually it doesn't matter so much if it is a cdBC or another crypto de- uh, decentralized cryptocurrency it's all about that the whole world should go digital we saw that with uh, with, with, with 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 pictures with, uh, with, with with music with video with with all kinds of stuff and also money should go digital one way or the other so it doesn't surprise me at all and what I see actually in the east many 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 uh, countries are actually a couple of steps behind or, or, or in front of, um, of the US and also on Europe. There is happening so much in, in, in those countries there. So yeah, uh, fascinating what, what's happening.
1: johnny we got 259 live listeners joining us show us some love smash that like button i'd love to hear some of your thoughts we've watched central bank digital currencies be rolled out in china and their pilot currently has over 260 million people using a central bank digital currency now we're seeing india which is the second largest country on the planet doing the same thing how long until the u.s is going to be forced to adapt and launch their own central bank digital currency
0: uh, I don't, I, I don't have no answer to that question. Well, I- the
1: answer is quarter two of March, it'd be after <laughs> March of
0: 2023. <laughs> I was just going to tell you that it's sadly, unfortunately, it's the beginning of the end, right? That's what this really is to me is you're starting to see each nation is going to fall down by dot like dominos to the CBDC program. They're all doing it. It's all coming. And really what's going to be interesting is to see what is going to be the rails. What's going to be driving the systems. Are they going to use a stable coin? Uh, I suspect they will, but we'll see I guess that's what that's the only reason why um, I'm interested in learning more about it is to see how this whole thing is going to play out It's just so damn early We don't know how how it's you know how how it's going to play out in the end what's going to be the prevailing technologies that are the underlining rails that can benefit from the system but to me that's the part that we want to learn that's the part we're keeping our, our our eyes on and our ears on so we can ensure we we' put our position ourselves in the right place as these things continue to grow.
1: Gonzo, I'm wondering if you have any comments there because Johnny made a bunch of good points. I'm going to give you the floor.
3: Yeah, it's, you know, it's why Quant is doing so well, right? In this bear market is because that narrative around CBDCs and what they do, right? Quant, I know it's not a blockchain, right? It's their DOT technology, but that's what they could use, right? Same thing why, why you know, we invest uh, in XRP and then what Ripple, helping companies um, build CBDCs that are going to leverage XRP, right? I think is a better way of saying it. Um, and so we don't, we, we don't know, right. We don't know. And that's why, you know, we keep doing our research. We keep kind of, um, seeing what these companies do so that we can invest in those rails. Right. But I'm still going to add TA, right. I'm still not going to FOMO into like quant, right. I'm still going to look at the chart, do the TA and I'm going to wait for it to roll over so I can get into a better position, right. So that I can hold it long-term.
1: Exactly. And with so much optimistic news on quant, it's no surprise it all starts in London because Gilbert Verdian, he actually worked with their current prime minister on creating a secure payments task force back in 2018. But let's dive into our last card for today because this is a banking update as Basel 3 commits reports on Basel 3 implementation progress. So this will be in full effect starting on January 1st of 2023. Banks are going to be incentivized to hold all of their weight in gold. They are not going to be able to use these paper derivatives anymore, and this could have a massive implementation on the entire financial system. Johnny, I'd love to get actually cash flow. I'd love to get some quick thoughts because this is pretty interesting news. What are you anticipating January 1st,
2: 2023? <laughs> what am I anticipating? Yeah, same as Johnny. Nothing. What, 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 because what, what I know is gold has value already for the last 5,000 years and it will keep its value for the next 5000 years. So, I mean, um, it, it it it's in 1972 Nixon took the dollar out of the out of the of the gold standard and see what happens. The purchasing power went down 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 down. So, if you have to revamp or, or, or to make a new currency system, at least it should be backed with something. And if it will be gold or or, or a combination of gold with with other Currencies. I don't know what it will be, but we need to go back to stability. But yeah, that also means pain for a country like uh, like the U.S. because they were used to always print money, print money, print money, and and the oil always needs to be paid in dollars. So all countries need to be borrow dollars from the U.S. And that narrative here, I see now China and, and Russia together. That that's that that's the part of the BRICS countries. They are working very hard on their own currency. I mean, Saudi Arabia is also not working anymore. So, so or not so 100% committed to the dollar anymore, what you read in the, in, in the news. So, there is really something changing. And that's, the, that's that uh, that's excellent video from Ray Dalio, you know, the, the changing of powers. That's, exactly. that's, we see it happening right in front of our eyes. Johnny, we only got two
1: minutes left, but I'd love to get your thoughts on what Andrew Cashflow just brought up. Saudi Arabia moving away from the petrodollar at the exact same time that China and Russia may be developing a new gold backed currency. We always talk about crypto on this channel, but this could actually be more important. What the heck are you watching here, Johnny?
0: Oh, it's 100%. In fact, I just tweeted this out this morning. This is extremely important. This is what's happening while well, everybody's looking that way. This is what's happening over there. Okay. Nobody, you know, what's happening? Yeah. All jokes aside on this one is the reality is you're seeing a bunch of nations moving towards eliminating the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency. Go watch that Ray Dalio video that Andrew's talking about. It is unbelievably eye-opening to see how this process happens every 100 years or so. You'll see the the handing over of the currency from one nation to another and and what it means for the nation. And when you look at where the U.S. is in the time curve, we're we're at the handoff point where we're going to be handing it off to China where most likely either the one will become the next world reserve currency or some basket of currencies will become the world reserve currency. So you guys all better be worried about that. There's no question about it, that this is happening behind the scenes and you're not hearing about it, but there's a reason why gold and the reason why China is buying up all the gold in the world. They're buying it by the shit ton. So it, you better be worried about it. It is definitely going to threaten the U.S. And then you know what? The article says, oh, the U.S. currency is the strongest. That's exactly why you should worry. Because as Gonzo said earlier, if they're telling you one thing, you better be worried about the other thing. And that's what's yes. going to happen. The dollar is going to crash soon. That's a beautiful place to
1: end it, Johnny Crypto. And the last comment that's I'd cool. like to read for our listeners is the SWELL conference and G20 summit are happening in November global regulation announcement could be on the horizon, but we got 250 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Warrior smash that like button. We're going to see you guys in 23 hours, and I want to say thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to Johnny. Thank you to Gonzo, and thank you to Andrew Cashflow. This Wednesday, we have James Rule XRP joining the show. It's going to be an exciting episode, and like we always say, Warriors rise. Get shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us. Let's go. We, ready. we ready. ¡Ah,